0: Welcome to MindWave. We have a special episode today. We have our very first crossover. I don't have a sound effect for that yet, but I'll work on it. (laughs) So this episode is featuring my chat with Boyce Littlefield of the Mindful Skeptics podcast. This was a great conversation. I loved getting to know boys over this uh, conversation the other night. it uh, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, so this is a, a double double release. this is going out on on both shows so this was kind of like us getting to know each other and uh, the show's getting to know each other a little bit was the uh, was the goal and I think it came out uh, really awesome. I do have to take a quick minute to shout out to my friends Corey and Rio over at the Moving Forward podcast for uh, creating the space for uh, me and boys to meet. Because we are both, we are all uh, Yang Gang podcasts. Uh, this one not so explicitly, we'd like to keep it really wide open and cover a lot of things, but we are explicitly Yang Gang, so uh, yeah. This is—it's been a trip, man. Seeing um, this community, these uh, all these little circles like forming within the larger circle and connecting and and, growing—and it's a trip, man. This is this has got to be one of one of the one of my favorite conversations that I've had on the show. So, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. This is the crossover with the Mindful Skeptics podcast so crossover you ready hell yeah man (laughs) (laughs) let's do it i'm uh i'm jenner at mindwave and you sir (laughs) i'm
1: i'm voiced with the mindful skeptics
0: (laughs) Awesome. So we are going to take uh, a little bit here. We're going to get to know each other uh, and maybe let Mindwave get to know uh mindful skeptics and vice versa. Uh so yeah, I'm going to keep it pretty loose. I know you have some uh some questions for me and I came somewhat prepared. And, okay. Uh, work- on. <laughs> work- worked on throwing some together on my end too. So however you want to proceed, I'll <laughs> it- Okay, well, how about Take this?
1: We'll just do like, um, oh shit, where are they at? Oh boy, where I put that podcast? There they are. So, if you want to, we can just do the thirteen questions and then just jump into whatever you want. That way, I can have that, I can edit in the intro with that and then go into the discussion to be smooth sailing. That way, you can edit in what you want to edit in later too.
0: Okay, so you want to keep the baker's does in a separate clip?
1: Well, it, do you want it on yours?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh okay, I was keeping okay. it all open, and yeah, I was like, let's let's oh, let's sure. do the whole whole shebang, and then re- release it on both shows. Okay, cool. Know.
1: That works. That's, for, that's cool. All right. Well, so we'll jump into the Baker's Dozen now, and we'll start with the first question: Is what is your favorite food?
0: It's actually kind of a, kind of a new thing. I was feeling adventurous and I, I kind of Mexicanized some Indian food. So I make a masala recipe that's like really good with like potatoes and peppers and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's very warm, very hearty. And you can mix like anything into it, any protein. Oh, so you're it's super good. <laughs>
1: so You're fancy pants, huh?
0: A <laughs> little bit. Yeah. I like spicy. So, so And I miss, I miss going out for Indian food. It was like one thing that I used to do a lot and, it's like, well, I'm here in the middle of fucking nowhere. I, I, if I'm going to learn how to cook something, I might as well cook something that I miss. I me- I Mexicanized it because I'm a, I'm a border boy. So it's, where, it's really spicy, but good. And where is the middle of nowhere? I am in Bisbee, Arizona, right? Uh, a Frisbee's throw from Trump's glorious wall.
1: Well, <laughs> isn't that home of, uh, uh, shit. What's his name? Doug Stanhope.
0: It sure is. Oh man. Sure I am is. so
1: jealous. I want to have a beer of that guy. <laughs> I love
0: uh, i'm I'm close enough i've i've uh we haven't really talked too much we've interacted vaguely uh because we're we're in the same neighborhood so we have that next door app we've uh bumped into each other a couple times on there but i haven't, I haven't talked to him but i, I eventually want to do a crossover with him too yeah he don't want i think that he, would be uh he doesn't seem all that
1: approachable <laughs> on his on the the stage you know he puts us his persona oh right right yeah i I love his epic bitching rants though he's he's the next the closest thing to carlin we're gonna get
0: (laughs) yeah he's a character man he's a character everybody i'd never heard of him before when i moved out here everybody was like oh you know stand up you know stand up so i I started looking into stuff i uh i saw he had a podcast so i started listening to that and that's that's a trip yeah (laughs) for sure so uh yeah eventually once we get uh, a little further off the ground i'm gonna see i'm gonna see if i uh, might be able to get an invite over there to the oh, fun house or whatever that's epic man that <laughs> see if epic. we could do a crossover yeah he seems like a cool dude Hell I don't yeah
1: know. <laughs> yeah he talks about being from the little town he has one little dive bar he can watch the uh, illegals cross the border in no shoes <laughs> and he kind of makes fun of epic how big of a loser you are if that guy can come take your job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great jokes. Uh, all right. So, uh, what is your favorite music or artist?
0: Okay. So I, I am a music slash artist person myself. So I, I try not, to, I don't listen to anything popular or I try not to listen to music at all. Really. Uh, I don't want to be influenced by other people, but, um, I am inspired when people use music in interesting ways. So I think my favorite creator is uh john d boswell aka melody sheep people might have seen his youtube videos he did the the whole symphony of science uh series which is phenomenal super cool composer uh i've i'm always really moved and inspired by his work and he's using it to uh communicate you know science and shit to the to the public in in an interesting way yeah so i'd say all-time favorite creator john d Boswell. Nigel Stanford's a close second. He 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 uses a lot of uh, really cool science inspiration, cool stuff in his work too. So,
1: yeah. Well, okay. So, next question is: What is your favorite TV show
0: of all time? See, this <laughs> this was hard. Forever. This one was really hard. Currently running, uh, I'd say South Park's got to be pretty close to the top. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love. I like the Orville. The, the, I, I'm, I was surprised by it. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and I think the other one is... Uh, the other cool one that's on right now is Final Space.
1: I'm into that. Oh, I haven't seen that.
0: Oh, it's good. What's man. that on? It's good. Uh, TBS, I think.
1: TBS, yes. yeah. See, I haven't had cable in like yeah. four years.
0: Uh, Yeah, man, it's good. You got to watch it. Um, But like uh, all time, I mean, the Cosmo series gotta love it the Stargate franchise uh I think like oh digging deep into my like nerditude like <laughs> every single bit of Stargate and Futurama that's like you, you can't oh gosh you know yeah that's a good one too, <laughs> for sure I'm, I miss it so much
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Bender man that was just such a iconic character <laughs> uh, that's an animation was getting just just awesome yeah yeah sweet that was a trip <laughs> Okay, so what is your top three favorite movies of all time?
0: One is easy, The Fifth Element. Okay. We, you you could rewatch that movie ten million times; it will never get old. I fucking love that movie. Um, the other ones are harder. I'm I'm a sucker for those like um, the kids' movies, like DreamWorks, Pixar, mm-hmm. like kind of. I I still haven't watched that one. What? <laughs> I still haven't watched that I'll one. That's like really one of the good. ones i know and it's the really good ones i gotta stay away from because i cry like a little bitch oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't watched um i haven't watched the one about the dog either because it came, it came out like right around the time uh that my dog that don't you know which oh. one i'm talking about the um where he brings the dog back to life oh god i just know like i'm i i'll ball like a little bitch like i think my favorite one my favorite one's probably gonna be how to train your dragon
1: oh, okay
0: <laughs> yeah uh but like you know the lego shit it's it's all awesome i love everything is awesome well,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like the dad that takes the kids to the movies any chance he gets for a good show i just took my kids to see it too yesterday and they loved it
0: yeah not a horror fan i can't oh I can't, god i can't get that stuff man
1: my kids I'm haven't a seen a movie. movie scary enough yet <laughs> like they they're like that was okay like they've been grown up they've been brought up with goosebumps books and the movies and i've i showed them the classics like friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street mm. and real trippy ones that should give you nightmares they're just impervious to it now luckily the Ring and mm. all those kind of crazy ones but yeah I, I i love a good scary movie but yeah i mm. and a good comedy
0: <laughs> i like the funny ones that's what i was just gonna say like the the ones that are are funny, scary. I like those. Yeah, but like ser- serious. I I I have a problem with the whole uh, suspension of disbelief thing because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not you know like pa- especially getting into like paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. I I can't suspend my own disbelief enough to get into it because I'm like ah, I just I kind of groan. Well, when
1: I watch, I've but, actually wa- my kids and, love the paranormal series first of all, and the nun and all that kind of shit, and the Annabelle um but i I, like when i watch those paranormal activities i'm looking for strings i'm looking for all these little my skeptical brain is just looking for these cues to say okay where's the cgi because that blanket clearly can't Mm. move by itself so i'm really (laughs) critical when i'm watching that and i'm like uh but it does jump scare you still to just you know it still gets you things oh yeah the, the,
0: the The physiological response—that's that's that's just built in. That's gonna hit anybody. They're not a trigger Uh, that just in terms of like, (laughs) oh, for sure, just get that adrenaline going. Oh yeah, you know, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of psychology that goes into that kind of sound design for for sure.
1: Definitely the sound (laughs) sets you up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Camera angles, all that cinematography—that's a skill set like nobody's Mm -hmm. business. Um. Okay. So next is what is your favorite book?
0: now this is this is another really really hard one um if i got to put one in the number one slot it would be sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. Okay, harari it is uh fucking profound man it's just this it's a beautiful story of uh basically how this uh weird ass species of Talking Monkey took over the planet, became like the dominant force on the planet. Uh-huh. There's a lot of really cool uh really cool shit in there and then the, his the follow-ups to that Homo Deus is kind of like the next stage of human evolution and then his his latest one 21 lessons for the 21st century is uh really 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 good. But I mean like overall uh Carl Sagan and Adrian, their books are uh-huh. fucking fantastic. I love Sam Harris's books, but uh, I got to put Sapiens at number 1. So uh, what about you? is that
1: available on uh like audio books? got, Oh yeah.
0: Great. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't read like text. It's like my brain doesn't work like that, mm-hmm. but uh, audio, audio works great. So okay. I, I get all that on audible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend sapiens. It's, I mean, he's just a phenomenal author in a, in a really interesting mind, but that, that book gets you to look at humans in a different way. Yeah. I love that stuff.
1: Well, just me being an atheist, I love the science of it and the evolution. I just gobble that stuff up. But honestly, for me, there's two books that changed my life. One was Flowers for Algernon. That's the only book Mm -hmm. I read in high school. (laughs) I hated reading with a passion. So I I had a job. I was a poor kid, so I had school, sports, a girlfriend, and a job. So I didn't have time to read. Um, but flowers for Algernon, I couldn't put that book down that got me to enjoy reading a little bit. Um, then that turned me on to all the Stephen King books. Cause back then Stephen King movies were just booming. Um, but for me right now, I had to say the God delusion is probably the best book I've read for, for, oh, yeah. for my interests specifically. It's just the guy's a genius and I, I loved every bit of it. And it's such an easy read that's that's up there Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> i have to catch up on his uh, there's there's a few of his that i haven't read yet yeah that's uh dawkins for yeah, uh is the uh, yeah for those audience people. there who are, <laughs> are familiar with that yeah no yeah. dawkins is a fantastic author too and he does his uh he records his own stuff with um another voice actress named lala ward and it's they have this kind of interesting back and forth dynamic it's really good mm. They're really great audiobooks, and it's it's him in his own voice, and I always I always love that. Yeah, he's got such a dry voice and a dry personality,
1: but damn it, he knows what he's talking about. So you can't
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you didn't you didn't read the book, you don't get the book to you know have a long conversation here to listen. Right. He's got great. I, those oh, are man. my favorite books. Um, okay, so Thanks, man. if if money wasn't a the, the problem here, uh, where, where would your top three vacation spots be on planet
0: Earth? <sighs> I I have different categories of answers. Like for populated places, like where humans are, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Australia for sure. I need to do a whole Australia trip mm-hmm. someday. Uh, South Africa, I want to go do some safari shit uh, for sure. Mm. And uh, South Africa is calling my name. It has been for a long time. And Italy. Oh man,
1: Italy. Is Italy, is
0: awesome. all over Italy. I, um, I got, I, like history wise
1: i got to go to six different ports in italy in the navy dude it was mind blowing i loved it yeah. I got to see the leaning tower of Pisa, the sistine chapel the you know the the vatican you know all that stuff is just
0: right you
1: know historically significant
0: <laughs> yeah it's a trip man i want to go and i want to go like all over to like my ancestral, <laughs> my ancestral grounds. There's a little island off the coast of uh, Sicily, maybe Isola Filicudi, which is like uh, my like family island. Oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> at one at one point in time, so way back in year 500 or something. But yeah. <laughs> so that there's there's a lot to explore there. I'd like to take my whole family. I'd like to take like my dad. Have you done your family. DNA? Uh, I got the kit. I ordered it. Uh, like two years ago It's just sitting there
1: Oh, I dude. Done it. you got it. it's, it's great I did mine cause <laughs> My family has been mis- misled Kind of like Elizabeth Warren was Where mm. I was told that we were Native American On my mom's side of the family And then I did the DNA And it is abs- we are 100% immigrant uh, oh. 0% So I kind of had to dispel that myth But we're English Irish, Scottish Which is all the same people Pretty much just different borders and then, like, German and Spanish. And was it l- less than 10% was, like, Scandinavia? Uh, was, it? was it Sweden up north by Norway and all that? Yeah, Sweden. Mm. So it was, like, a percentage of that, you know, like, less than 7%, I think it said. Yeah, I love the DNA. It tells me something because I don't know much about my family, per se, because they're all kind of gypsy mm. types. Um Gotcha, gotcha. Have no yeah, it's,
0: it'd be interesting to find out. I just, uh, I, I haven't gotten around to it. It's sitting there. Yep. Spit, spit in a cup. <laughs> put it in the mail. Spit in tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do it because I am interested. A lot of my family suspects because we're, um, I'm, I'm Scottish, Irish, Italian, and English. Mostly Italian, I think by percentage, but we suspect there might be some Greek. Yeah. In there,
1: you'd be surprised. So. It'd be some weird shit like. 5% southeast asia or some weird stuff will pop up there you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one little dip in the toe somewhere here and there, you know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, eventually I um, want to get
0: I want to get a bunch of them and and kind of compare them cuz they will come out of like a little bit different mm-hmm. and uh I'm I'm nervous about getting doing the, like the health and that one. <laughs> You'd rather not. You, know. you really got to Yeah, you you have to get like genetic counseling if you if you go that route, if they, you know, mm-hmm. psychologically, if they tell you you're more susceptible to, yeah, you know, some kind of cancer, right. brain cancer or something, you you'll you you'll never sleep the same way again. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm apprehensive about that part. But the heritage part, I find really interesting.
1: Buyer beware, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, for sure.
1: Yeah, well, all right, uh, Netflix or Hulu.
0: I really don't have a preference. I don't have time to watch stuff usually um if i'm watching something it's usually like a documentary mm-hmm. or something that i've i've uh actually just rented or or bought like uh i think the last one was food evolution mm-hmm. and i just like bought that on itunes i'm not i'm i'm not a have the kind of time to sit around and watch stuff well, so. I that. I, I, either or that's why i haven't had it's cable between the lot. two <laughs> yeah between the two you can you can find pretty much anything yeah. so uh, i don't i don't pick sides okay
1: this one might not with that. Uh, apply to either xbox or playstation
0: pc master race that one i do got to pick oh, a side yeah huh ah yeah ever... no i'm i am an old school gamer so like the the only console i i even messed around with in the last 10-15 years is probably like a wee. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do everything on PC, man. I love I love my PC games. Gotcha.
1: Um, okay, so if you can come back as any animal, what would you be and why?
0: Mm, I had to think about this one a lot. Uh, because I, I I i made notes here. I knew <laughs>
1: these were coming. So, first of all, everybody should know so this is not God. fair. He's actually heard the podcast quite a bit and he knows <laughs> what the hell's coming. <laughs> uh
0: i i had a rough idea of that i mean I was and but the listening to the answers are interesting and i've actually changed a couple of mine mm-hmm. i think i think that if i come back as as a different species
1: yeah not a human
0: i want it okay okay then uh, i'm gonna twist it a little bit i want to come back as the next stage of human evolution the next distinct species that's no longer human Hmm. Well, that whatever whatever one percent is one percent more advanced or whatever than us, because you you look at the the chimps genetically, oh, they're we're like ninety nine ninety nine percent. So that everything that differentiates us from freaking chimps is one percent. So imagine imagine what the next stage is going to be. The thing that's like one percent more evolved then you yeah, no us well, have you seen that movie time Machine? that's that's what i want to come out um maybe it's where they goes really far well, into what, the
1: future and the, there's these evolved humans that are all cerebral they live underground and they control they manipulate the people above ground oh and, the
0: old one yeah 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 the classic
1: yeah well the there's an updated the, one
0: then. it's oh is yeah, it it's super cool
1: because the cgi is a lot better it's easier to consume and the and the special uh, effects on the people down below—it's got the big brains. It is really because it's like set in
0: New York. It's a really good show. I liked it a lot. Uh, <laughs> I checked that out. I'm like, wait, the one with the hot tub? I don't- no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. That's I don't have one. time for movies, man. <laughs> I, that that is a fucking funny one. I did that. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know they rebooted Time Machine. I've never I've never seen it all the way through. But like some some classics like that, you just know from pop culture, like you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar, but I've never actually yeah. watched I it. I like
1: the idea of yeah. it, though. It's a really cool concept. What will we become? I think we'll become a little more symbiotic, yeah. like Harris believes that. And I think Rogan, too, that says, hey, we're probably going to be a part machine with our eyes and maybe a heart. And they'll have chips in our brains. That'll be the next evolution of humans will be, you know, symbiotic.
0: Wow. yeah there's it, like the uh you know incorporation of technology and mm-hmm. the well when you when you start getting into like the like the philosophy of mind stuff mm-hmm. and like consciousness and oh yeah you know quantum computing and shit like that it, it gets crazy and you should actually um listen to homo deus um that's like the first one sapiens this is you've all know Harari again i'll put that in the show notes the first one sapiens is like how we got to where we are and homo deus is like the god man homo days mm-hmm. like the new species that's that's has all the capabilities of what a thousand years ago we would just consider gods i mean we already kind of have like look at our oh, cell yeah. phones go back and oh, <laughs> show yeah. a caveman yourself on their shit themselves but uh yeah that's that's the concept of that book like where's with uh advancements in biotechnology and like the more we understand about um the genes. The more we understand about the brain and how consciousness works, yeah, it's a really fascinating area to uh play around in. So that's a that's another really really good book. I highly recommend well, it. It's Homo Deus. Yeah, and
1: what, to me too, it's like we're the only species to ever be able to control its own evolution. If you think about it, we have delayed evolution by because uh, evolution is a result of your environmental stresses, um, yeah. a, a pers- part of it at least. Um, there's also natural selections, but mostly it's environmental stress. Be it cold, you get more fat cells or fat, and you have less sunlight, become uh, whiter skin, you know, less melanin. These are all environmental. That's why people around the equator are darker than those up north or or the South Pole. Right. Um, but we are now controlling that with clothing, with uh, artificial heat, artificial sunlight, artificial uh, warmth, cold. We 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 manipulate our environment so we don't have to evolve because of environmental stresses we've we've evolved past that being a factor almost with air
0: conditioning and heat uh sunblock yeah, and birth control and and stuff yes, like that absolutely. you know and, and ex- longer lifespans and mm-hmm. all that we've hacked it I mean, like the, the rules don't apply to us as a species anymore you know unless we wipe ourselves out with like nuclear warfare or yeah. some you know biochemical weapon or something uh or you're taken out by a huge yeah. asteroid. Who the fuck knows? Bug. But um you know, where with evolution uh we've we've taken away all of the natural pressures and where we go from here is actually. Oh, up we're to definitely us. creating you know, our own pressures now. Yeah. yeah for sure. Oh yeah. for sure.
1: Okay, so next question is what is your greatest achievement so far?
0: C is gonna sound kind of cheesy. Uh it's actually this it's mindwave yeah. <laughs> uh you do it's i finally found somewhere where i can kind of uh shine i uh-huh. guess uh better use of my time and you know find interesting cool people to talk to and you know it's going to give me opportunity to travel and just spend my spend my time doing something that i i like and enjoy doing. That's also providing, you know, it's providing value to me and hopefully it's providing value to somebody out there. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I guess that that.
1: Oh, definitely. Mindless. I get that, man. Cause this is, <laughs> you know, I have four kids that are all teens. I have one in college and three in high school right now and they're my babies, but this is my new baby. Like this is mine. Yeah. I don't have to share it with anybody else. I control this. I have, I have control issues, <laughs> That's why I'm divorced, you know, (laughs) twice, Uh, but I, I, I have affection for this. Like, this gives me pleasure. And like you said, I would have never met you. And under any other circumstance, I've never met you specifically.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is unbelievable that we have technology. Yeah. And we actually came uh, together through moving forward, which is another trippy Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, so I still gotta get. Uh, I'm gonna get Rio on at some point for uh, this outrage machine series that I'm that I'm building. He has something interesting to contribute. Oh yeah, Rio to that, and Corey. I'm kind of rethinking that people, a little bit. Man. They're awesome. Yep, yeah. I had fun yeah. with those guys. I I I've <laughs> I've done the like uh, all three, like four multiple people, and it's it's definitely like we did one of these uh, whiskey mm-hmm. Wednesday things, and it, it gets very hard to get uh, oh, a <laughs> worded always awesome awesome conversations going on right yeah there. so hey guys thanks for uh introducing yeah, it us. was
1: definitely uh <laughs> it's hard to to find that balance with three people low enough more than that on that
0: uh right, video and right. audio
1: Um, but at least you have facial cues to go off of you know if you're looking at each other uh, that helps right body language and whatnot but yeah, there, there's so many good people, man. I mean, between I've had on, you know, you hear the mind wave. I've had Rio and, and Corian with uh moving forward. I've had on Russell, he and part of the, the Yang Gang, of the grassroots yang gang YouTube channel. Paget mm-hmm. Kagi. Um I reached out to a few more people that are coming up the uh, up the thing. Oh, and also Alyssa Monet. Uh, Mason Monet. I just had her, I just talked to her earlier. And I just talked to another guy for Beards for Yang out of uh, uh, Savannah, Georgia. It's just like all this because of Andrew Yang?
0: And freaking YouTube? I know, right? It's a trip. How,
1: how, how lucky are <laughs> we? That's what I always tell myself. How lucky am I that I have access to the resources? Well, I had to get a second job. Let's be real here. I got a second job, worked nine months, saved up the cash, and I bought $3,000 worth of equipment which is pretty much half of that's a macbook pro and i went all in yeah. i was like fuck it i'm oh, doing sure. it let's do this right i don't want to go with used equipment and have a problem with it and if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it ground one hitting the ground running i learn as i go it's getting better i'm getting better i look back at my first ones i'm like ah yowzers. you know um i have some critiques <laughs> but we all got to start somewhere you know that's the beauty of this you just got to start yeah exactly Hacky exactly and, and choppy and horrible to look back at, um, but yeah, it's this is such a passion project for most of us. Nobody's here to make money. We're just here to be a part yeah. of something bigger than ourselves, and in the process, helping every single American improve their life. That's what I'm all about. It's humanity first. It's, God, it's like he's speaking my language. Like he's getting those thoughts are out of my head how to get in there type of feeling. I'm like, shit, man, everything he says so far, I agree with for the most part. I don't agree with everything, but I do agree with 90% of it. I'm just like, shoot, man, this guy, he's got what I've been looking for. He's the one that's going to make a difference. Of course.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it. A lot of people they'll find certain things that they disagree with. And the rest of them is just so good. It's like, I don't even care if we don't agree on everything. It's just the rest of these ideas are so good that we just, we yeah. need to get this guy in there. I will actually, uh, we got to get you on uh, the humanity first series that we're doing on this show that started off as like a, um, a double feature with Fred Ramey Ooh. and Phil Ord, And then it just voicemails from a, a bunch of people in the end gang. But then, uh, we're continuing that. So oh like yeah, cool. Just on, send me
1: something, I'll get in there. Uh, yeah.
0: Type deals for sure. Yeah. So we're we're gonna we're gonna start producing that too, because it's it's all about like introducing uh, people to the Yang gang, telling yep. their stories. Why are they pumped for Andrew's campaign? What it would mean for their lives? You know, telling those kind of stories. So we're gonna ramp up uh, production on those. It's just a matter of getting getting Josh over here, funny you know the uh, yeah the time windows to sync up. Because I do have a co-host, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I end up doing a lot. Well, of make
1: sure stuff. you guys have your videos ready for Thursday by noon for the Yang Gang Hub. You know about that? Oh, do you follow no, Yang Gang Hub on Twitter? Okay, mm, so go on. My, you'll see that this is just Yang Gang Hub. That's where everyone goes now for Twitter because they have. They're the ones that we're all supposed to tag all of our stuff with. That way they'll see it and they can retweet and help us all grow. But the big thing right now, this Thursday at noon, because of the debates, uh, they're going to um, put a, monta- a collection of all these videos that shows why you support Yang, where you come from, what's your background kind of deal. Are you on the, um, mm-hmm. what's, yeah, nice. what's this app called? Um, uh, what the hell's that app called?
0: Discord. Uh, yeah, we just made one for, uh, for patrons. We haven't had our first uh, meeting on there yet. No, but though. Yang Yang has
1: a, a whole thing on discord. I can send you a link to that too later, but you go on there. They, that's where a Sorry. lot of information yeah. is expelled out. And, uh, that's where you're going to, I think they're going there more than Twitter because it's such an overwhelming amount of DMS there. Um, but yeah, they're supposed to be taking videos. Yeah, yeah. I
0: imagine, man.
1: That's a whole thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I understand why you think a podcast is a great, because it is a great achievement
0: to me. I mean, I'm talking to, yeah, mm-hmm. people I'd never think it, it was possible. It's just the, the opportunities are kind of boundless. I haven't felt excited about something like this in in a really long yeah. time. And you know, it feels different to to do something that you actually value. You know, instead of just being mm-hmm. a cog yep. in the machine.
1: That's why I consider this art. Uh, to use this is close cliche. to being. A, I'm yeah, not an I mean, artist. Absolutely, I, I can't. Closest thing to art I, is I used to do stand up comedy, and, and when I was going to college, I loved it. Because to me, really? art means you create something out of absolutely nothing. You create it. Yeah, that's art in any form, be it spoken word. Poems, stories, writing a novel, making a movie, doing a podcast or YouTube or making music specifically. Music is the international language. Mm. It really is. Um, But yeah, I love the art of this. It is an art form. I love to see how others do it. It's such a cool thing. It's a new, like I said, how lucky are we to be here right now doing what we're doing, to have this opportunity to reach the planet Earth with our stuff. It's available. That's insane, <laughs> right? Some people never leave. Either... It's a
0: trip, man. I look at the geography stats and I'm like, yeah. what?
1: Yeah, somebody <laughs> in
0: Malaysia, you it's know, a I'm trip. like what?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah, apparently we just hit Hong Kong, and that's gonna have to be a whole a whole thing. So if you're out there listening in Hong Kong right now, uh, I'm gonna talk to you I soon because <laughs> there's oh, some shit going down a, over there, right, and I want to yeah. talk about it.
1: Um okay so uh if you could have dinner with any four people hmm. alive on planet
0: earth today who would they be? The dead ones obviously easier. Yep. And I've changed I've changed my answers <laughs> a couple times. But uh I think Richard Dawkins would probably mm-hmm. have to be there. Uh Neil deGrasse Tyson, Yuval Harari and uh, I, ha- I had Elon Musk on there, but I switched it to Andrew Yang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elon. <laughs>
0: yeah, you I think he's going to get a position in the cabinet, though, because uh, Yang dropped this little, like, ooh, we have some, some exciting announcements going to blow your mind. And he's like, oh, I just also happen to be going to hang out with Elon Musk right now. <laughs> like, I something's going actually, on
1: there. I actually asked someone earlier about that, what they think it is. I think it might be something to do with his wife.
0: Oh yeah, no, for sure. She's starting her, uh, you know, first lady campaign. I, he was talking about that in that, yeah, his little video actually. or the
1: at the convention so. or the New Hampshire. No, but I think it might be something mm-hmm. bigger than that. Like, I think it might be an announcement. Like, okay, maybe it's something from his wife because Yang needs more women supporters. Really, demographically, statistically, it's it's a sig- significant portion of males, um, right now. But I think that maybe his wife will come out with like a first lady platform and say, well, if I'm the first lady, this is what I'm going to address. Maybe it might have something to do with like a parenting yeah. or something with mothers or maybe something with autism. Absolutely. Special needs, you know, because of his son. You just never know. The, the, I think that's a good idea. But Elon Musk would be more click worthy. <laughs> When it comes right down to it, maybe <laughs> Andrew Yang says, uh, as my presidency, Tesla's going to be all the police cars, and he's coming out with a limo that's bulletproof for me. You know, who knows?
0: <laughs> right, right. He could be something be like that. Tell him. Uh, I, I'm thinking it might be, he might be announcing his running mate. I I know it wouldn't be Elon. You said he wants a um, woman
1: as a VP if he wins. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, it,
0: yeah. I really think it could be through, Tulsi, yeah.
1: but she's still in the race. But she didn't qualify for the debate. Yeah. So she won't be, ooh, that's tantalizing to think about.
0: Because right. I,
1: I don't. Mm-hmm. We're going to
0: cover that. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, we're oh,
1: going to yeah.
0: cover that on Thursday. Oh, we're all going to cover there. that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I really wish I could go to Houston. I just can't do it. with My kids and my commitments here, I just can't go. I will be going in person to yeah. Ohio, though. They haven't announced where yet. They just said fifteenth and sixteenth of October in Ohio. They didn't say where. So I'm definitely take huh excuse me, I'm definitely taking a couple of days off of work for that. In person. I loved it. I went to Detroit. That was awesome. Nice. Okay, so um next question Six. is same question, but just people that have passed. Four people at dinner.
0: One is easy, yeah, Carl Sagan. Hands down. Uh Carl Sagan at the and then I had kind of Trouble thinking of the other ones. I think Hitch would be great. Christopher mm-hmm. Hitchens, uh, Nel- Nelson oh boy, Mandela yeah. Very would good. be really cool, and uh, Alan Turing.
1: Alan Turing. Who does he remind me? I know the name. I can't remember who he is. I I I
0: I think that would actually be he'd he'd be kind of a bummer buzzkill. He's uh he's considered like the the father of the computer. He cracked oh. the Enigma code. Um. He uh. Yeah. It was like prosecuted or something for being gay. Oh, that's
1: right. And, yes. Uh, ended up killing that's himself right. I at do some right. point. Yeah.
0: There's a fascinating uh, movie about his story. I haven't watched it yet because I don't want to. Like I said, man, I don't even watch the little kid movies because I cry like a little bitch. I don't want to watch it. Uh, yeah, the, the Alan yeah. Turing story. He would be a fascinating person to talk to, but yeah, I'd probably be down <laughs> on <laughs>
1: All right. So if you were president today uh, with the magic wand, you have the power of the Senate, the state, the Congress, everybody's on board even the Supreme court. What's your top three agenda items?
0: It's really one it's modernize. Uh, I would add a constitutional amendment that uh, the NASA budget is not to drop below 5%, you know, cause right now it's at wow. 0.4, yeah. I think, percent of the budget, less mm-hmm. than half a penny on the dollar. And uh, during, during the Apollo days, it was, you know, right. four or five, six, Imagine what we could be doing if we were spending our money right, you know, and the advancements that could be made if we gave NASA consistently 5% of the budget. So that would be the number one thing I would do. I mean, obviously, climate change, healthcare, Mm -hmm. a lot of problems to solve, but like big, bold ones to take us into the future. Um, NASA gets 5%, at least completely rehaul and modernize our military, like 21st century shit and uh, our infrastructure. You know, we need... We need supersonic freaking rail and, and you know, modern, uh, you know what I mean? We need, we should be living in Mm freaking bubbles on the moon, man. Like, (laughs) this is think about what it was like, you know, like 80s, 90s, thinking what it was going to be like in like 2020. And we're like, yeah, we need to get back to that. I think we actually need to get back to doing the, um, the World Fair. Oh, I think they need to start doing that shit again. I don't know why they stopped. I don't know the story behind that, but they need to, they need to get back to that. You know, like, I mean, there are similar things, I guess, like tech, um, tech conferences, events and, and shit. What the hell, now there's we got conventions about, the
1: <laughs> about oh, every yeah. little subsect of everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh of, yeah. Uh, uh man. Everything from podcast to Politicon, which is coming up and, uh, sneaker con. I mean, if you're into something, there's a, Convention for it. Star Wars for crying out loud, you know? <laughs>
0: right. Oh boy. BronyCon? You want to go to BronyCon with me? <laughs> I went to a sneaker con with
1: my kids. My, my boys were uh, really into sneakers and they were a little younger. Went to a sneaker convention in Cleveland, Ohio. And holy crow, was that overwhelming to see people spending wow. hard earned <laughs> money on shoes? that they don't intend to wear all that much. Just like shit. <laughs> Glass. Cases.
0: Uh, yeah. I want to hit Comic-Con one of these years. I, I've I haven't never been, been in a that. long time, but yeah, if I I'm going like to do it, to I'm going to do it right. I had San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con's insane, man. The okay. Costumes are insane. I want to, I want to spend like months and That's months. That's what I was gonna so like going to ask you. So this <laughs> Comic-Con, who you going as? Shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd, I'd probably have to come like i'd probably come up with my okay. own character um if i was gonna build something like fabricate something shit because like i don't i don't like being like it like i get claustrophobic so i don't want anything with like, not a, a stormtrooper it's, guy like, huh you know, <laughs> not gonna allow me to not, not a stormtrooper i was thinking like maybe master chief from halo but i'd have to like i'd have to like air condition that shit like build some kind of jetpack thing in where i'm like yeah, pumping no ac because <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having that but yeah i don't know i don't know something yeah. something cool all right so the
1: 13th <laughs> question is the most important one is did you vote
0: of course always standing citizen of the united states uh midterms the uh primaries the uh presidential preference there's another that's that's another one here like before the primary yeah. there's a presidential preference. Um and I actually got to switch my ticket to uh to democrat to be able to vote in that one. Like I can vote in the primary as an independent. Um but to get in on the presidential preference one I actually have to I think change my registration so. Yeah. I need to do that.
1: I got I've never registered as a democrat or a republican. So I've voted both ways over the years. Uh, I don't vote mm-hmm. on people or party. I vote on policies. Um, exactly. And I, you know, I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like you're always being forced to choose between lesser two evils.
0: That's exactly why Yang is so popular, man. He's the, he's great. He's, he's taking that paradigm and shattering oh, it. Yeah. He's like, no, we don't have to pick the lesser of two evils. Why don't we get, <laughs> you know, he's like truly inspiring people. Oh, yeah. I don't think I could go to his live shit because, like I said, I'm a baby. I'm going to cry like a little bitch. He's so inspiring. Let man. it flow, man. Seeing <laughs> it, Let <laughs> it flow. What, what he's doing for this country and for the world. I mean, he's getting, he, we're getting Yang gangs around the world. Aussies. Bro. Aussies and, for Yang. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, I'm going to try and get got, them
1: out. Uh, I I, I got to talk. I love Aussies, first of all. They're cool people, and they're very secularly oh, yeah. driven. I love it. They're my people.
0: <laughs> i haven't talked about this yet but um yeah we're we're gonna do uh an episode about the great barrier reef and i'm i'm setting up with some people down there in the australia a couple experts to come on and talk cool. about like um like long-term changes to the reef uh-huh. and uh rest restoration efforts and and things like that so uh yeah, we're, we are going to talk about this on the show at some point. I fucking love Australia. Well, like, well, I like I like the <laughs>
1: science of the coral, too. They're, they found a way to grow coral quicker now. Uh, what was it? I just saw a thing on there maybe like a month ago about them saying there's hope to really grow back the great coral reef back to its original size. Ah, shit! I can't. Some mm. kind of controlled environment where they can actually grow coral quicker with these certain procedures. I can't tell it was. But anyway, I'm sure you'll hear about it when you do your podcast with the Aussies.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. was It's probably something with, like, additive manufacturing, maybe, like, 3D printing. No,
1: it's something rather simple. Something I was like, that's or... it? Nice. Something to do with algae or something. So I know I they were like, what it was. Uh, but it's something about yeah. biofuel, you know, about the biomass. It's something to do with algae. Um, oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, I love all that. You know, just science. <laughs> Who doesn't like science? Idiots. Okay, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: not listening yeah, they're right?
1: not they're definitely not my clients or yours but yeah man so that's the breakers dozen brother you made it
0: nice awesome nice awesome uh i was um i recorded a little something earlier today so i talked about uh, just kind of like ramping up and and getting excited to sit down with you but um guys uh on on my end my mind wave people go listen to this thing that he did with his kids it's fucking fantastic how to how to talk to your kids about politics and religion great great I, that was like my homework that i did to like okay i haven't listened to all of it but if i'm gonna listen to one thing i think i'm gonna listen to that did i make a good did i make a good? yeah I, I think
1: it everything starts at home for most people um and I was brought up in a fundamentalist home where I wasn't allowed to think for myself. And I think that's a very important thing. We can't teach the kids what to think. You got to teach them how to think, which is again, Yang gang, critical thinking skills, scientific method needs to be applied. Um, and to me, I wanted to demonstrate this is how I am approaching it to my kids. And if you've never heard a parent talk to their kids about this before, or you've never heard of a parent talking to kids about from an atheistic point of view either, that it's possible to have atheist parents and have kids that find something in religion or spirituality that comforts them. It's possible. You don't have to, you don't have to yeah. choke that from them. You can't
0: mm.
1: protect them from this uh, mythology either. You have to allow them to approach it from an, um, from a, not a skeptical point of view, but an uninformed un. uh, hell, what's that term I'm thinking of? Indoctrinated point of view where it's just another thing doesn't make it absolute, there's nothing absolute about it, it's no more absolute than Zeus. So, I I think my kids have an advantage with that. Um, and I can ask them questions that's the big thing. They know that I'm gonna ask questions, not gonna say, Oh, okay, that that seems legit to me. If I don't, I don't. I'll be like, You know, that doesn't you know, you've heard my interviews, like, Well, you know, but it doesn't really add up in the end, right? So, it can't be hundred percent true. The Bible can't be the literal words of God. It doesn't make any sense because
0: there's a lot of bullshit. There, it's, it's, you know? it's, it's good that you challenge that and you push back in a way that's loving. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not condescending and it's, it's, it was a really, really beautiful thing to listen to. So, yeah. It's, um, and it's hard. I really enjoyed it. It's that.
1: really hard. It's probably the most difficult thing I've done in my life is raise kids. Holy crap. Like you're creating a human being. And now you're responsible for their upbringing and to make the best form of a human, to make them what you wish you could have been type of thing, you know, or to demonstrate what you wish you would have had, especially come up in a single home where I didn't have a dad uh, around and my mom was a fundamentalist. And, you know, I I didn't appreciate what she did, so I did it a different way. I know what I don't want to do, and so I want to show people this is what I've learned. This is how I've learned. And this is how I apply it. So I'm most proud of those, actually, when it's all said and done. That's my proudest moment as a parent and as a podcaster to be 100% open and talking to my children and putting it out there for the world to listen to. And I, I love the idea of being a little time capsule for them to go back when they go through college and come back out of college with so much more knowledge. And life experiences. Right, exactly. And so they can come back in four years, and when they got out of college, I'm going to do this with them all again. So in four years, they'll all be forbear- in because when I did that episode last year, it was a senior, a, f- a sophomore, and two freshmen. In four years, they'll all be in college right. at the same time. And I'm going to interview them again and have, like, an update if I'm still, <laughs> I hope I'm still doing this, man. I love it. Uh, but I'd love to have that little. It's going to be so cool. I want them to listen to it, and then we're going to answer those questions again you know I, yeah. I i just that's my proudest moment as a podcaster and as a parent uh that i can demonstrate that i'm capable of not controlling my children
0: not between years ears letting them letting them think for themselves and form their own beliefs but also challenging mm-hmm. them to you know explore i i think that's such a, a brilliant way to parent mm-hmm. and uh it's a damn good start i, I was inspired by that <laughs>
1: now if my kids so the earth, we were talking i, I will mm-hmm. say this if one of my kids said i think the earth is flat i'm shutting that shit down <laughs> you know <laughs> uh that's not even reasonable
0: that's great and if yeah. there's any
1: flat earthers out there like to come discuss this please hit me up i've, I've been trying like hell i love those people
0: yeah they don't they don't uh, not a whole lot of them like to uh <laughs> debate <laughs> It's, that's not something I could do. I don't think I could. I could debate a flat earther or a or a young earth creationist. Maybe a young earth creationist. That might be a fun experiment, but I don't imagine that any any of that being productive.
1: Like I personally know <laughs> two people that believe the Earth is flat, and that we didn't go to the moon, and this is uh... not a heliocentric model we live in. I mean, these things from the 1600s uh... when they used to burn witches. You know, like they still believe in all that. <laughs> All, they believe all of it and i'm like yeah, what please come on my podcast please and they, they're like no I'm like that's what i thought bitch you know you did not you know you know yeah. you're <laughs> i know you're scared because you're not confident <laughs> and i love him uh, i love him yeah. to death this guy's a great guy he's a good dad good parent good husband good provider like he owns his own business but he's just caught on this detail of the bible is the little truth and uh The devil is in the everything that's bad, you know, like that type of mind frame and earth right, right. I'm like, God damn, son, <laughs> I love <laughs> you except for this, man, <laughs> but anyway, let's move that's, on yeah that
0: much <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking the other day, um, and I was talking uh we were like thinking of uh questions that because uh, i like your idea of the baker's dozen i think it's i think it's a cool thing and so i started to like build this pile of random questions uh which i'm gonna have my patreon patro people help uh write some of those maybe Ooh, and you came you came up with the name Mi- right because i was uh thinking about yeah. like icebreaker questions mm-hmm. you know just some of them just kind of silly from the hip some of them were a little deeper uh, but yeah so you came up with mindbreaker we we are giving you full credit for that outstanding <laughs> i
1: love that kind of catchphrases that's fun
0: yeah like play with words <laughs> that's a cool one so we're gonna do these are just ideas i'm gonna i'm gonna go through and we can make this like a lightning round yeah
1: <laughs> oh you want me to answer them as we go uh
0: yeah okay. yeah if
1: you want oh that's not fair you, um, got, you got prep time brother
0: I'm <laughs> put you on the spot. I'll take it. Uh, there's, there's, there's not that many. Um, and I haven't, I haven't fully formed all of them yet. I'm going to, I'm going to do some kind of variation on the trolley problem with the asteroid oh. deflection. I haven't quite, I haven't quite worked that out yet, but, um, let's say, okay, so we get a, we get a, uh, interplanetary colony. Okay. With the understanding that we're going to do both Venus and Mars, which do you do first? Do you live uh, kind of underground on Mars or do you live in the clouds on Venus at one G and like the same atmospheric pressure as earth and explore robotically below the clouds? Hmm. <laughs> I think it's,
1: I think it's easier technically to, um, cool off than it is to warm up as far as the survivability that I, I'm going to my geek side too, as far as technically, yeah. which was most likely to survive. That's what I want to do. So I think Venus makes more sense because of the, of the atmospheric pl- pressure It has a little more predictable physics to it. And, but at the same yeah. time we could create a better atmosphere in Mars. It just take longer. It's a bigger
0: planet. Oh, it take a, a huge amount of mm-hmm. mass we need to like mine the whole asteroid belt yeah. and somehow restart the core or do something similar so that Mars could have a magnetic field to protect it yeah. but no i'm with you i think venus would be a lot cooler and there's actually an, an altitude above venus at which you're pr- at pretty much earth gravity you're at earth's uh pressure and it's like 70 degrees hmm. you're just like it's just, it's it's, on, it's just the yes. most earth-like place other than earth minus water <laughs> in our in our solar system it's just so, minus yeah, the I'm all water the cloud city yeah yeah yeah. well you got you know sulfuric acid and uh, yeah, all that fun. it's hot enough to melt lead on the surface <laughs> yes. So i think that'd be a cool <laughs> place to explore um okay i have one of these like i have a bunch of space exploration ones mm-hmm. um let's do some silly ones uh space force how do you feel about space force <laughs> Depends on who's president, shit. <laughs> uh,
1: with Trump, Space Force is just like, I feel like it's space balls. Right. More than Space Force. It's like, I'm the captain. You know, like his hat's on crooked and his eyes are crossed. <laughs> I knew I was surrounded by assholes. Um, but if if it's against, with someone that's a logical person that understands science, I'm not as skeptical. Um. But Space yeah. Force, I mean, uh, it seems like a really weird place to put resources. Silly. That we're we're really we're in a moment of scarcity when it comes to resources and we could do so much more with what we have than creating a problem, pretty much. I don't like yeah. that idea.
0: It's why I'm actually I'm actually kind of okay with it, because we already do all that, that space shit, but it's split up between um, different different uh agency like the air force does a lot of space mm-hmm. shit uh the, the, Na- the navy does space shit so just like um just like the navy split off from the army split off from the air force or whatever it, it kind of makes sense for there to be like space you know cyber space security yeah. it's not like up there in you know like soldiers up there yeah. having laser space battles <laughs> which which but it, it really does make sense p- to kind of consolidate that into a single single thing cuz we have you know space command and well, I don't know what norad norad still well
1: see I'd rather see an international it. version of that not just us trying to be the big whipping our penis out you know at the world and look at work oh right I'd rather see an international
0: America. <laughs>
1: I don't want this to Forget. turn into a pissing contest in the sky, you know. I'd rather see an yeah. international space force, which is like NATO of space or whatever you want to
0: call it. You know. Exactly. I'd rather have it that way. You got. I it. got a bell. Yeah. Yes. You 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 got a bell. Uh, yeah, I think d- diplomacy is is uh, that's another thing I do as president is is just restore. Restore the goddamn State Department and restore a sense of diplomacy and and respect on on the global stage. We're we're burning bridges left and right, man. We need to we need to get back to the table and start leading the world again diplomatically, not just whipping out our fucking guns every time and storming in and yeah. overthrowing regimes and that's why I tell everybody fucking shit up with no exit plan. Mm-hmm. Like we we went into Afghanistan with no exit mm-hmm. plan.
1: That's what and I like about. That's
0: why we've been there for. That's
1: what I like about Yang's. Yeah. approach to foreign policy, we will not get into something if we don't have an exit blank an exit strategy.
0: This can't exactly. be a, a blank
1: check you know he's a little more frugal. I like that you know hmm. yeah, yeah, space force makes kind. sense on the international level because we have an international space station. That's a great exactly. spot. it's a great way of showing that we can work together. I mean let's we have to we're talking about space yeah there's no there's no borders up there sorry yeah
0: the overview effect is is what astronauts lovingly refer to that Mm -hmm. as like looking down at the earth and just seeing it as like this one connected system and you know the borders fall away Mm -hmm. and yeah i i need to experience that someday but uh, yeah i mean we have americans and russians working up there and we're practically enemies down there. well i
1: feel bad for india because india lost their uh probe on the moon yesterday Did you hear about that? Oh, was this um, Chandrayan? Yeah, I think Chandrayan or something like that. They lost communication with it about a couple hundred feet before the surface. And I was like, oh, man, that's too bad. It's supposed to be a Uh, rover on the south pole, I believe it was, of the moon.
0: Let me look. Launch date, July 22nd, 2019. I don't know if uh, uh 11 hours ago. Yeah, this is probably the right one. This week in science, uh, we will cover that. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. So. so they lost <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, uh, they lost communication. Um,
1: I think it's only supposed to last so many think, days. Uh, it didn't have a, a lot of battery life, per se, or whatever. Uh, but it's supposed to be X amount of days, and it, it didn't make a landing. Or at least it lost communication with it, let's put it that way.
0: Well, it 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 made a landing presumably just not as, oh, as not planned. under control. It 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 had an unscheduled disassembly. Yeah. I feel somebody else um Israel just lost a uh, lost a probe recently mm. too. Where was Well, that? that's why I
1: think we need to be- communicate more. We shouldn't have a set, like NASA, I would like to see NASA become a a world organization not just here, which would which would require us to defund the military as far as war. We got to move away from war. You ever seen that
0: movie? Yeah. Uh, That's what I meant by uh, you know modernizing yeah, the military, sure. like kind of Andrew's idea for securing the border. It's like no, we can do that with fiber optics and lasers and artificial intelligence and shit. Yeah. We don't need medieval yeah. borders. I, I think that the more that we think about that, and that that does ty- kind of sound a little dystopian when you get into like surveillance state mm-hmm. type shit, but we could be doing a lot there, uh, with science and, and, and technology that, uh, we don't, we don't, you know, we're not going to roll into somewhere with right. tanks, you know, I think we just need to, we need to get our shit together. Um, uh, possibly I don't, it's where these,
1: I don't uh, things land, these, these big, huge spaceship type of things land and all over the world and all the other countries are working together to, to break the code of them these, these things communicating. I can't remember the chick's name. There's two main characters. It's, it's a really awesome, good man. show. I really liked it. It, talked about, it really talks about the problem with not communicating with each other internationally. Anyway, that's such another good movie about that stuff. Mm-hmm. The Arrival. Maybe two years old.
0: I, it sounds vaguely familiar. I'm just, I'm so scatterbrained, man. I have like just stacks and stacks of notes and shit. I want yeah. to do for the show. Uh, let's, let's, I, I have a, I have a, some good ones, okay. but let's do it. Uh, another, another fun one. Lab grown meat. Where are you at on that? Are you signing up for a lab grown cheeseburger? Um, yeah, if I'm hungry, I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. I'm all yeah. at it too, man. I love it's me some cow meat. and, uh, I, I can't wait. Yeah. That's we're gonna do a whole episode about that and go on and hopefully I'll be able to get somebody who works in the all food the is GMO. to talk about ce- uh, cellular uh, all food we eat
1: right now is genetically modified. Just so everybody knows that, like, corn's not that big, you
0: know. Just, yeah, that's all. That's just all. Not. There was ten thousand years of artificial selection, mm-hmm. uh, that made it that from teosinte, which is like the size of your finger, and it's all just it's like three mm-hmm. kernels on it. Yeah, we uh. Agriculture's a trip too, man. See, there are so many amazing directions this show can go, and this is completely open. It's it's like it's like getting in one of these games, and it's just one big open world, and you're constantly discovering new lands, and you're like, oh shit, I can go over here now, yeah. uh, and then they're like, oh, we'll go back to that part. It's it's totally like that for me, and I I fucking love it, but I'm I'm getting yeah, pulled into that's, in too many that's science like, for you. Fuck. <laughs> you're like focus. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. Um, okay, so. As an as an uh, outspoken atheist, I thought this would be a fun one thought experiment. Mm-hmm. You find out God is real. You have one question. What do you ask?
1: Which one are you?
0: Hmm. Or oh, wait. Which God? which one
1: are you? That's what I would say. Uh oh. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. Are you Zeus? Who the uh, hell are you, Athena? Which version of this creator are you? And you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <High> note <laughs> uh good answer just who are you good answer like which one <laughs>
0: um yeah let, let's 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 end on a uh, on a deep one what's the most what's the most profound truth about the nature of reality that uh that you've ever learned What's the most profound thing about about our nature about just reality, about reality. the most profound the most profound thing about reality yeah i'm using nature and, and reality kind of synonymously okay. just like the nature of existence yeah in the universe what, what do you think
1: well it, to well, me the most I'm profound thinking. thing is again i'm going to go back to sam harris on this one is that our mind is so easily tricked that we could literally be sleeping right now and not know. Yeah. And and that our brain is literally creating an artificial environment when we sleep every single night. And that we could be in a simulation or we could be dreaming. We create our own simulations every single night. That's a dream. That's just that blows my mind. I'm like, wow, that is shows the potential of our brain that yeah it's a complicated organ
0: <laughs> it's the one thing in the universe like he says you know it's the one thing in the universe that we are can be 100 percent certain of is our own consciousness mm-hmm. um we could be totally mistaken about what the true nature of that is we could be brains and vats we could be a code on some alien hard drive mm-hmm. you know like there's no way to know that but the one thing we can't be you know mistaken about is a, is our own is our own mind our own consciousness. we are conscious fascinating just not uh, yeah, sure. oh for sure <laughs> how that's like what that looks like, like <laughs> <laughs> what's uh oh what's that oh what the hell is it uh is it solipsism i don't know what that is the philosophical idea that um only one's mind exists but the, it's it's like an epistemological thing to where like i am the only thing that's real you can't be sure oh. <laughs> kind of like if anything else is real yeah uh that that's a, a total bastardization and somebody out there is gonna yeah. bitch me out a little
1: great comfort action huh give me a banana <laughs> uh
0: yeah it's um the philosophical idea that only one's mind is sure to exist Uh, As an epistemological position, solipsism holds that knowledge of anything outside one's own mind is unsure. The external world and other minds cannot be known and might not exist outside the mind. It's a trippy thing, but it feels a little egotistical or something for for my taste. Well,
1: that's like saying I can only know what's true inside of myself and everything around me could be not real. But yeah, that's definitely a thought project. That's a deep one
0: yeah like i i'm sure you exist i can be totally mistaken about like the nature of that existence but it you know i, I i'm not doubting in my own head if you're yeah. <laughs> if you really exist I, I i don't know i'm not one of these uh you know a lot of these like theoretical physicists and, and shit you know they, they're woodstock days so they, they <laughs> yeah some of them get a little uh a little well it's when you get in that quantum you know, there like, there stuff
1: like that about the cat and the yeah. pistol and the bullet and the box and all that stuff like okay. But what's more likely, you know, like I'm big on probability. There could be a God.
0: Occam's razor is a a good, uh, good tool to have in the tool belt. Yeah. Like
1: for me, it's just like God could exist. I could be wrong, but until there's evidence, I'm pretty damn sure there isn't, you know, and it won't take much. What can make me change my mind? Evidence. What can make an evangelical stop believing? Shit. If I know and shit, if they know either.
0: Well, well, it, I mean, uh, conversation, I don't think anybody's beyond saving as ironic and hypocritical as that sound to, to use that language of saving people, <laughs> saving their souls. <laughs> Uh yeah, but uh you know, conversations it's the best thing that we have. It's, what's the only tool we know, have. It's the most powerful thing. Yeah, it's the most powerful thing that we have uh, next to war. Mm. So, and, and and a lot of time it's like those those are the options. It's conversation or war, and I think conversation is always the better option. We're definitely living that out right now. <laughs> yeah, no big time. <laughs> wow, this was super cool. I enjoyed chatting with you. Oh yeah, you. man. <laughs> we got some good, good content down there. So, uh, for uh, my listeners, what's the best way to find Mindful Skeptics and subscribe to that?
1: Well, um, I-, I chose the name Mindful Skeptics Podcast for this very reason. It's the only thing that comes up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. It's the only thing that comes up is those three words together: Mindful Skeptics Podcast on every social media, including YouTube as well. And it just pops
0: right up. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. We just got our, our Google optim optimization thing up too. So that's, we are, if you type in mind wave podcast, we will be the first thing to come up. That's mind wave is two separate words. Right. Um, so that, that's the only thing, but yeah, or uh, mindwave.media, we're working on getting a website thing going.
1: Yeah. That's a costly yeah. endeavor.
0: Yeah, I actually got uh, really lucky in, in some of these circles that I travel in. I met a lot of really cool people, which was, again, inspiration for the show because, you know, I know a lot of really cool people doing a lot of really cool right. work. And uh, one of our first supporters is somebody who's uh, is uh, Rob J. Wilson. Hey, Rob. He's giving us uh server space on his on his own personal server oh, damn. Um, to run our to run our website. We still we still use podcast hosts and stuff like outside mm-hmm. of that uh but yeah so we just got a little wordpress plugin he like set it up for me he, like hooked it up to my custom url so we we are we are currently getting uh some free web hosting but That's yeah awesome. man a website sucks awesome. it's expensive it sucks. but uh wordpress is interesting i'm teaching myself how to do it i'm, I'm getting uh nostalgia gasms from like when I'm having to fix shit in HTML, I'm like, how does that work again? (laughs) Like going back to like windows 98. Yeah. That's why Uh, why I like Libsyn.
1: I just plug and play, man. I love it. It's nice and easy
0: for me. Libsyn. Is that, is that where you're hosted at? Yeah. My podcast is hosted to them. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. We're on, we're on Podbean. It's all right. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just like, uh, the, the statistics of Libsyn. Um, I like that up front, but now I don't even look anymore. Honestly, I just make shit. And if people listen, they listen. It doesn't really matter if a hundred people listen or a thousand, someone's going to appreciate it. And that's,
0: that's cool with me. Yeah. I like, I really only like to look at the geography stats. Like where in the world is somebody listening to this right now? That's a fascinating question. And I love seeing like new countries pop up all the time and I, I fucking love it. It's, it's awesome. We actually just hit, uh, a thousand downloads, uh, the other day, I think. So, thanks, guys. We we passed our first milestone. Uh, dang, thousand, thousand yeah, <laughs> there it is. Well, oh. yeah, <laughs> gotta get one, man. It's, uh, I love it's, that. it's a necessity. We're gonna, we're gonna do more shit with, um, I got a MIDI controller that I'm gonna hook up as a soundboard, and we're just gonna have like live, live sound effects and stuff queued up, ready to go, and mm-hmm. eventually start doing all that shit too. It's uh, you know, time.
1: <laughs> oh man, if I could ever get. Patrons to help me, you know, get some resources together. I would love to get one of those new, um, uh, what the hell is that thing called now? I can't think about it. Shoot. It's like a mixer slash. It has this built-in microphone, a mixer. It's a Mackie. Oh, hell. I can't what it's called now. Shoot. Mm. It's, it's like 400 bucks, but you can store clips, like audio clips in there to push a button. Shoot, I feel terrible now. I can't remember what the hell it's called, but it's a really cool <laughs> piece of equipment. Oh, it's like a yeah, big, uh,
0: where you can like link things and trigger things to like mm-hmm. a loop. One of one of those like um USB like kind a, of like MIDI controller deals.
1: Yeah, it's like a mixer. Geez, I feel silly now, but yeah, I I, I like yeah, those kind of know. little gadgets that make your life easier.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. Yep. Play on. Well, this was a fantastic first meeting. I feel like I got to know you a little better. I feel like uh, maybe our shows got to know each other a little better. Absolutely. uh, Excited to uh, work with you down the line. Like I said, I'd love to get you on for uh, our Humanity First series. That would be super cool. Now, for my listeners,
1: where can we find you at? Besides, you just said Mindwave Podcast. Uh, Yeah, if you Google
0: Mindwave Podcast, we're the first thing that comes up. Our website is mindwave.media. M E D I A. Ah. Uh, and there's links to everything on there. We're on, we're on Facebook. We're on um, Twitter. We started a Discord. We haven't scheduled our first uh, actual sit down on there yet, but yeah, it's all coming together <laughs> someday. Well,
1: all I know is uh, we were brought together by Yang because the guy is on a a clear mission to make this country better, and I I'm so thankful to have other people see the light, if you will. <laughs>
0: Um, the return to discourse
1: man man civil discourse is is a beautiful thing we don't have to hate each other because we don't agree just you know stand your position and 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 defend your position you know (laughs) don't just say because trump 2020 i mean shut the fuck up with that bullshit you know Jesus Christ! Uh,
0: yeah, that's, that's my comment section. <laughs> At the very beginning of the show, we're like, "Okay, Trump gets enough airtime. We're not going to fucking talk about him on this show." And it, it's, it's impossible. He's such a fixture of reality now. It's impossible not to talk about some of this crazy shit. But uh you know, it gets yes. enough. It gets enough energy. So we we try not to touch that too much on the yeah. show. But it, it it's inevitable. Yeah, I just call it low hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> especially in our after show. Cause we have um, an after show yeah. where we just, we drink too much and get silly. And uh, yeah, I think we probably talked about him on there a little bit more, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah good sure. times, man. I'm, I can't wait to, uh, you're the one podcast other than uh, my own. That's in my phone that I'm, that I'm uh, dig through all those episodes. I'm going to go back to the beginning. Well, I definitely
1: and liked your, um, I well, I definitely liked your episode.
0: Fuck YouTube
1: let <laughs> me say is it fuck youtube or YouTube's fucked up or
0: uh, uh youtube sucks um YouTube I, sucks I, was, there, dude. I was being nice but i did say youtube fucking sucks because they do they were trying to copyright claim my own music which was yeah asinine that's but that's uh, it's <laughs> we we got we got that shit figured out i'm i'm i want to do video content but i really do not like youtube so uh i don't know we'll see well, there's Venmo you know,
1: or Venmo or whatever that's called. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Vimeo not, is a, a thing. There's not really a social community based around it in the same way. Like YouTube, like well, that's we're problem. getting it's a lot of work. Yeah. We're getting uh new subscribers from YouTube all the time just because our audio goes up on YouTube. Uh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. we have, we don't pay any attention to that, but we're getting, we're getting people from that. So it's, you know, it's, it's a valuable thing to have out there. It just, yeah. 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 It's another thing, man. <laughs> well, I really appreciate your time, man. Uh, I'm glad
1: you reached out, and we could we can keep growing, you know, cross pollinate and
0: have some fun with this. No, yeah, absolutely, and uh, thanks for taking the time and sitting down with me, uh, and keeping keeping me on my toes. I need one of those every once in a while, and this is, uh this was great, man. So uh, to. Uh, I had a if I had a beer here, I would I would cheers it against something. You'd hit the glasses. You know, cheers to uh, to many more.
1: Well, I'll tell you what: if I can ever get my butt to Arizona, I will make it out there. Or if we get lucky and Yang goes all the way to the top, we can meet up at something somewhere. It's gonna oh, be oh yeah for sure. It's gonna be a part.
0: I'm I'm planning on doing some traveling. That's a, a little bit of a spoiler for a big, big announcement on the show that's coming up, but, uh, I am, I am planning on doing some traveling. I might be able to do that easier. Uh, and if so, I'll just be, you know, kind of heading wherever and taking equipment with me and making shows. So yeah, that's the life brother. (laughs) So cheers. And we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Good deal. a great conversation right i really enjoyed that one i can't wait to get uh boys back on He's, I, I definitely want to get him for the humanity first series and let him tell his yang gang origin story uh, but i suspect that there's probably some uh, outrage machine stuff to get into there too and you know the the show, the ideas are expanding (laughs) so fast, it's, it's, uh, you know, cause I I wanna do a whole other kind of series on, uh, I'll save it, (laughs) I'll save it, the ideas are expanding too fast, uh, but yeah, boys was great, and, uh, thank you again so much for doing this crossover shit with me, this was very cool, uh, I am all about it, so, uh, Welcome to Mindwave, if uh, you found your way over here from Mindful Skeptics. Uh, and listeners here, please make your way over there. Give him a listen. His show is fucking fantastic. So I'm super glad we are all coming together. Uh, Paul was going to sit in on this one. He was unavailable at the time that we sat down. But uh, he listened to it. He apparently enjoyed it and made some notes so uh, yeah let's uh, let's ring him up on the old uh, electric internet telephone and see what he thought. <laughs> well, that went for like 45 minutes so I'm gonna release that as a standalone thing. Um, We do. We end up doing that a lot where we're like, yeah, we'll just do like a 10, 15 minute thing and then it becomes a whole thing. So uh, that's going to be its own thing. But uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, come hang out with me and Paul. We talked about uh, the episode and how it went and uh, went a bunch of different directions. Again, super fun, super fun, super great times. So thanks for listening and uh, we will catch up with you guys soon. Uh, updates coming Thursday. I mentioned this in a uh, conversation with him, but Thursday are the uh, debates in Houston, and we will be covering that. Me and Josh here live. Uh, We'll see if Paul wants to jump in on that and see what's going on there, but yes, that will be our next episode that will probably come out Friday, I'm thinking, but thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon. Hey, if you like what we're doing, make sure to rate and review us on the Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can find everything there is to know about Mindwave at mindwave.media. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Mindwave Podcast for updates. Join our Facebook group if you want to get in on the discussion and get behind-the-scenes stuff and sneak peeks. Uh, support us on Patreon for a dollar a month and get access to our after show. There are plenty of tiers that go on uh, above that, but the after show is super fun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. So uh, if you want to join us over there, head over to Patreon. we got the link on our page, but it's patreon.com slash mindwave. And we are still collecting voicemails. So uh, do that. Also, this is where the music cuts off, so, uh, I'm gonna leave it, but mindwave.media. Everything's there, like, literally. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see ya. Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2019.